This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. The tailwinds of the global financial crisis were eroding the creditworthiness of some European Union members as 2010 grew to a close. It was the second major step-down of the year in which bond investor concerns led interest rates on government securities to spike up sharply for Greece, Ireland, Portugal, Spain, and others, opening a wide gap with the benchmark German rate. Knowledge at Wharton spoke with former Spanish Prime Minister José María Aznar about this and other challenges Spain faces. Aznar is widely credited with successfully restructuring the Spanish economy during his eight years in office through 2004, including completion of a major privatization effort. We're speaking today with José María Aznar, who was Prime Minister of Spain between 1996 and 2004. Mr. Prime Minister, thank you for joining us today. With very good pleasure. Uh, the global crisis, global financial crisis in Europe heated up again this week. Um, the European Central Bank had to bail out Irish and Portuguese bonds. And uh, if they hadn't, observers felt that uh, there would have been uh, a, a run on Spanish bonds also. And so my question is, that would have had dire consequences for Spain and for the rest of Europe. Do you think that Spain will follow in the path of Ireland and Portugal? Well, I have no that I, that um, the situation in Spain, I believe, is different than the situation in other small countries. The size of the Spanish economy in Europe and uh, the came almost unthinkable that uh, Spain can. Uh, to, to do the same problems with uh, another countries as Greece or uh, Ireland. Um, but it's very, very indispensable to recover confidence that uh, government take very important decisions. But the capacity of the country exists, the capabilities of companies, of workers exist, but it's necessary to take in decisions that uh, produce at least two results. Some expectative, some expectation of growth in the, pro in, the, in the next years and to recover competitiveness. If we continue without recovery competitiveness, recover the country will be more difficult and the confidence uh, in relating the country will be more and more weak and our problems will be more and more strong. Secondly, I believe certainly that the euro uh, has been a very s success in the history of Europe. It's not conceivable today Europe without the uh, Europe with European Union without the euro. And uh, the, the, the current situation of crisis out, uh, outside the euro or without the euro will be even more problematic or, or more dangerous for a lot of countries in, in, uh, in, in the region. And when you talk about restoring competitiveness in Spain, could you elaborate on what that looks like? Yeah, we need to recover the discipline, budgetary discipline. We need to, to recover the stability. In the, in the same way that I shared the idea that it's necessary to recover the original terms of the stability and growth pact that is the real pillar of the euro, we needed in Spain to recover discipline and stability. We needed to transform our tax system. 
we needed to transform our labor uh, market because it's unacceptable to have more than 20% of unemployment in the country. We needed to transform our welfare system, our pension system, which is unsustainable for the future. We needed to improve improving the, uh, the, the reorganization of the administration because the current state in Spain is politically and economically unsustainable. We needed to, to change the, 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 mark, the, the, the energy market in, in the country. This is it. We needed a, a, very, a, a very strong uh, political formula to implement this, uh, these reforms. In times of crisis, if you don't have the capacity to devaluate currency to gain competitiveness, only to do a very flexible country is uh, is the the only way to 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 look the future with uh, some possibilities. Uh, you mentioned the budget and, uh, and and needing to work on that, and uh, I I think it's interesting that Spain did a very good job of managing its budget before the global financial crisis. That is the the government's budget, um, and most observers I think would agree with that. Then came the global financial crisis, and um, the problem in Spain was mostly a building bubble, I think, in the private sector. And of course, uh, that led to uh, a collapse to some degree in the economy, which then led to the government deficits and so forth. Secondly, um, Spain has been very good about doing everything that's been asked of it by the international bodies, uh, most notably, I think, um, instituting fairly strong austerity uh, policies. Um, and so still, it, you know, after having done what most would consider all the right things, it still seems to remain very vulnerable uh, in, in the bond markets, which is uh, where it needs to go to borrow money to help finance these deficits. What, what can be done about that? In other <laughs> words, it seems that Spain was well governed, and yet uh, in some cases, uh, at least for the government, through policies outside of its control to some degree, during, it still uh, has problems. During 1986-2004, we became members of the Euro. We f finished in 2004 with sur surplus, budgetary surplus. We eliminate deficit. We reduce indebtedness in our economy. Liberalize, privatizing, and the we created more than five million jobs in eight years, and we converted the country in the eighth more largest economy in the world, the most important European economy investing in, in Latin America. And we create more than 60% of the total jobs that the European Union created. Today, the situation is the opposite. In my view, as a consequence of this crisis, there were three, three key reasons. Crisis, blob Spain, more uh, uh, with more intensity than other countries. First of all, government in 2004 stopped the process of reform of liberalization of the economy with a mistake. Second, government rejected the existence of the crisis. And third, government take the wrong measures when accept that the crisis exists and the crisis affects Spain. We lose a loss of time and we lose credi credibility and trust. And to recover this, and to put order in this agreement, and to continue with a process 
of reforms, of economic reforms in, in Spain was indispensable. But what, uh, because if you break the logical of the euro, if you have not the, the, the capacity to develop the currency and make a more rigid country, instead a more flexible country, you can find in this, uh, in this unpleasant and complicated and critical situation. But finally, the question is, we have the capacity to left the situation? The answer is yes, but we act, we must act urgently with a very strong courage and decision. In Europe, in, in the world in general, as a consequence of this crisis, will be losers and winners. And this crisis produ will produce very important political changes in Europe and away. And it's necessary to prepare the countries to make a lot of, uh, of reform because the times that we live in recently don't exist in the future exactly in the same way. Uh, you talked about the government making some mistakes, uh, I guess policy mistakes, after the onslaught of, of the uh, global financial crisis. L let me ask you this, though. Um, do you agree with German Chancellor Merkel's statement that uh, private sector bondholders should get haircuts, uh, meaning that they should suffer discounts on the value of their investments should future rescues be needed? Um, do you think that restructuring the terms of some of these loans, some of these bonds, make sense? The question is uh, becoming the origin because uh, you can, the moment in the, in the problem in Greece, uh, in the problem, uh, is the problem in Greece, but beginning the problem in Greece, you can thinking that is, if it's better or no, to accept that it's possible for a country in the Eurozone to restructure in debt. But they affect <laughs> creditors and private sectors. In my view, this decision will be have taken because it is better to accept this restructuring. It's, it's, it's better that some uh, creditors taking some responsibilities and not to send a message, the lack of responsibility because you can create the effect of contamination in different countries that exist, or lack of confidence in different uh, uh, countries that exist. Even the lack of confidence, of confidence in the capacity for the euro to survive of this crisis. And this is um, politically not a good uh, current moment. No. The rest, some remarks in one moment, another remarks in one moment, you can be agree or disagree, but the important is now. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if the crisis affects a, 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 a one important country, don't work. And, and we must reflect about the possibility to avoid this. And this is because this process of reforms, in domestic reforms in some countries, and the decisions, a very strong position, a, a very solid economic positions inside the European Union is, uh, is very, very important. So just to be clear, the, you, you do not oppose uh, restructuring of, of some of the bonds in some cases? Is, do I understand that correctly? I think this was the own opportunity 
that exist in terms of uh, the Greece crisis. Mm -hmm. I thinking that it's possible in the future, albeit this network of safety, that maybe inevitably to restructuring debt mm -hmm. <laughs> in some countries. Mm -hmm. But I think we can imagine better situation to, uh, to manage the current economic crisis that the situation to establish this, uh, this fans of these networks uh, in Europe. Okay, thank you very much thank for you joining very much. us today. Much appreciated. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.